The weekend was designed for the poor. Hey, folks, what's going on here? This is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here with another millionaire midnight rant. And yes, I know I'm a bit early. The reason why I decided to do the podcast and the rant a little bit early today is because I'm busy. I'm working a lot. Right. And I wanted to get the rant in, even though I missed yesterday. I was taking care of some business with my daughter. She's in college right now. So obviously I have to be a father first. I mean, father and a mentor, right, at the same time. So, but tonight here, um, it's Saturday, okay? And I want to talk about and help you understand why the weekend was strategically designed for the poor, okay? And I'm going to prove it to you here tonight. So before I get started here, let me give everybody a shout out here. And listen, I'm, let me share something with you. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you because you're here. Think about it for a second. Think about what so many people are doing right now here on this two-day weekend. And think about what you're doing. Be here, learning, gathering knowledge, learning what you don't know to put you and your family in a better situation. And you know, I know sometimes um, on this journey to achievements and success, it feels that, you know, when is it going to happen? What's well, like, you know, you, you get tired. I get it. You get exhausted. And sometimes you're like, man, I just want to have a drink. I want to go out. But listen, stay disciplined. Okay. I'm here to tell you from a self-made millionaire, which is myself, I've been where you are right now. And the reason why I'm here as a wealthy man is because I just repudiated the feeling of pleasure, okay? And what that means is I just rejected everything that I used to do. You know, going out, having fun, chasing girls, drinking, going to parties, going to the barbecues, hanging out at the, you know, whatever, doing everything or doing the things that everybody else does. I repudiated it. I rejected it. And it's tough at first because everybody is doing that, right? And you feel alone by yourself because... You're at home, it's the weekend, you're grinding it out, you're working on your opportunities, you're working on your skill, you're really putting um, putting the work in here. And let me share something with you. Don't stop, continue to do it, because you will eventually have a breakthrough. I don't know when, but you will. And that's why um, I do these rants, because it's not just meant to encourage you, but it's to educate you. Once a man or a woman learns more about himself and about what he or she wants, it allows him or her to navigate the world a little bit easier. Does that make sense? And then you'll find yourself in a position of wealth. You can have what you want. You don't have to get up to go to anybody's job. You can fly when you want to fly, buy what you want to buy, and do what you want to do. And to me, that's living. Okay? So I want everybody to come up these words below. The weekend is for the poor. Comment those words below right now. Okay. The weekend is for the poor. I want every man, every woman, every teenager here that's listening to me right now. Comment those words. The weekends is for the poor. Okay. It's for the poor and average. That's the weekend. It was designed for them. And let me give everybody a shout out real quickly here. Let me look at your names here. And remember, I do this, I do these rants several times a week. You can always go to Google.com and type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. I have over 100 plus episodes.
that is meant to educate you. I'm not here to inspire you and motivate you. Motivation is not going to make you rich. Inspiration is not going to make you rich. But education will. And if you apply the education that I'm sharing with you, you definitely will be in a better situation, which means you'll be less miserable. Because some of you are miserable. And it's my goal, it's my purpose, is to give you an opportunity to learn something that you don't know so you could be in a place that you've never been, okay? <clears throat> so let's go here. Um, hey, Ms. Reyes, how are you? Afia, how are you? Lauren Goodness here. Uh, Tabitha, let me see here. Esther, how are you? Black American Goddess. Vanna, Tiffany, Millionaire Virgin here. Angelina here. Um, we have Melena. Pulse with Miss Chantella or Chantel. We have Dunk Elite Pro Dalise. Um, hey, um, Andre, Andrea, or Andres Braids. Where was that? Richie, how are you? Myra, go ahead and come. Janine's for looks. I just want to make sure I give you a shout out. Claudio, how are you? Fitting Lamb, uh, Rue Ready, New Beginning. Just want you to know that I do see you here. And listen, if you're brand new to the rent, you should know who I am. Come on now. I'm about to explain this every freaking podcast. I'm Wesley, billion-dollar virgin. I'm a young black kid from Houston, Texas. I grew up pretty average, pretty poor, like most of you, right? I didn't have a mentoring option, no opportunities, right? But, however, my life changed. I'm now I'm now self-made millionaire have companies worth over $30 million plus actually $40 million to be exact. Um, I'm in the digital marketing space. I'm in the real estate space as well. And now I'm in the forex space as well. And now I'm in the supplement space. So we're doing a lot of being, a lot of great things here on the Virgin Media side here. Um, but I'm here to help, right? I do this for free. I charge a ton of money to have any type of one-on-one mentorship with me, which is $50,000. If you want to know, that's the rate. If you say it's too expensive, it is what it is. So what? I don't care. That's just my rate, $50,000 to men- to be mentored by me. Okay? But I do this for free because I love you. That's why. All right. <clears throat> Nathy, how are you? Brand new. Who's all brand new? I'm curious here. Mahogany, how are you? Angel, love VC. What's going on? Hey, hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? I see everybody here in the building here tonight, okay? And, you know, feel free to tag people below because, I, you know, everybody needs to hear this. Everybody that wants to increase their quality of life. Now, if you want to be a degenerate, you want to be miserable for the rest of your life, you want to be a loser, then go to bed, <clears throat> turn on some TikTok, go out and have a drink, and just live the rest of your life as a miserable individual here. But if you're looking to increase your quality of life, if you're looking to make a contribution to the world to actually make the world better after you die, you know, <laughs> um, then stay here. Stay here. Let's see if we can get you rich first. We need to get you to make some money. Um, and you go ahead and come with the word make some money. Right. I know that's what you want to do. But until we in, in, until we're able to make money, we have to have a foundation to make that money on. OK. And a lot of these rants are focused on the foundation of what, which is your mindset. Okay. And it takes time, you know, don't be in a rush. Don't be so impatient. Some of you ladies and men, you're so impatient. Jesus, 
Just relax. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Say, okay, I got this. I got this. Like, Wesley has your back. I'm your biggest fan. Like, you guys are not my fan. I'm your fan. That's why I jump online, because you're my fan. You guys fuel me, right? <laughs> it gives me purpose to be able to do this. This is what gives me significance. It's the reason why I'm here. This is the reason why I believe God put me on the planet, is to be able to share and contribute my philosophy and the way that I think to others, right? Because I'm living a beautiful life, and I thank God for it. And my life is blessed. It really is. And not just because I got a ton of money, okay? It's blessed because I'm living. I feel good. I'm healthy. Children are great. Parents are great. I mean, everything around me is just flourishing. And I, I just thank God for that. And I thank God for you as well. So, so here we go. Let's get started here. Let's go. Okay? Um, hey, Aaron, how are you? Hey, Pablo. So, listen, the weekend's for the poor. So, first of all, we need to understand... Um, you know, how did the weekend even come um, to fruition, right? Anybody know? Where did the weekend come from? You know, people never think that way, right? I tend to think outside the box. I think outside of the masses. You know, people just enjoy the weekend. Many people are looking forward to the weekend, just like you, right? A lot of you. Man, I can't wait to the weekend. Some of you on Monday morning. Man, I can't wait to the weekend. I'm like, it's Monday. Jesus, you just left the weekend. Well, I wish the weekend was longer. How many of you ever said words like that? Man, the weekend was just too short. And I want you to understand something when you say things like that. When you say the weekend wasn't long enough or the weekend was too short, that's a presupposition that means that your life, like five days a week, is miserable. Which means you only have the weekend to actually enjoy your life, have fun, or do the things that you want to do. But during the week, you do the things that you don't want to do. Let me share something with you. Rich people, we don't have weekends. Only poor and average people have weekends. Okay? And as a matter of fact, rich people prefer not to party and hang out on the weekends. You ever notice that? We don't prefer that. Yeah, every once in a while, you may see a millionaire out there doing this thing or whatever, but we prefer not to because we don't want to be around the masses. Okay? Because we understand that the reason why we are at the level of where we are is because of our isolation. We separated ourselves from the masses. So we don't tend to want to be around the masses, right? Why do you think <clears throat> rich people want to be in VIP sections and they go to the game, they want to be in the, <clears throat> in the box seats and whatever, because they want to be separated from you, okay? But first, let me explain to you where the weekend came from. So now you're going to think twice before you say, I'm going to look forward to the weekend or I can't wait to the weekend. I can't wait to get drunk. I can't wait to do some stupid shit that I'm going to regret on Sunday night or Monday morning. Does that make sense? Okay, check it out. So there's some research in this. You know, the Henry Ford was, he was a contributor to the creator of, to the creation of the weekend back in the 1900s here. Okay. Henry Ford. You know who Henry Ford is? The guy that created the whole Ford Motor Company, okay? And Henry Ford, he gave his employees, let me tell you, now this is his words, not mine. He wanted to give his employees two days to not work for him so they can consume and buy other products. Not necessarily for them to rest, no, so they can don't work for him. Don't make cars, but go out there and consume other products. Like go out there and go buy some liquor. 
Go out there and go spend some money at the club. Go to the restaurants here, okay? Because you have to understand something. And many of you have read the book, Think and Grow Rich. It talk about the mastermind, right? So, you know, um, at that time, Henry Ford was extremely wealthy, one of the wealthiest men on the planet. So other wealthy men, hello, other wealthy men that's like Henry Ford, they talk. And, you know, Henry Ford is like, you know, we got to, how about we do this, guys? How about we create something called the weekend or two days that we give our employees a, a break so they can buy some of your stuff, right? And then some of your people that buy your stuff can buy some of my stuff. You know, because if a person is working, think about it for a second. If a person is working every day, all day, when do they have an opportunity to spend the money? I mean, it was genius, right? Because you need the weekend to spend the money, you know? Weekend, go to the mall. The malls are usually packed and flooded with people when? On the weekend. Make sense? So it was created, <laughs> it was designed for average poor people, okay, to consume, you know, my boy's stuff, like Coca-Cola. Like, say if my boy, he owns Coca-Cola. I'm going to say, hey, man, you know, I'm going to get my people out so they can go buy some of your stuff at the movies. They can take his girl out to the movies. He can go buy popcorn. So the guy that owned the popcorn stuff, he get paid to. The guy that, that creates the candy at the movies, he get paid to. Everybody's getting paid on a high level. But you folks are not seeing it because you're too busy consuming this stuff. You're too busy having a good time. You're too busy celebrating, right? You at your friends watching the game, hanging out, eating the chicken wings. While the chicken wing guy getting paid, rich, super rich, Tyson, right? Somebody that go to Walmart and get those prepackaged wings. Now they're making all the money because they understand that people need a day off to not the rest. See, a lot of you believe that the weekend was designed for rest. Uh-uh, it was not. I mean, look look it up. You can do research for yourself, <laughs> okay? It was designed for you to spend your money that you made that week. It was designed for you to go to the mall. Come on, go to the mall. <clears throat> you deserve it. You worked all week. Go to the mall. Go spend some money. Go buy some Versace. Go buy your new purse. Go buy your Louis Vuitton. Go bottle service, you know? Go spend a couple of grand in a section, you know? Spend some money on some girls. Buy some drinks there. Go buy your hookah, right? Go buy you some of those little pins, a little weep. Like go out there and spend your money, right? Go to the Best Buy. Go buy your brand new TV this weekend. Does that make sense? So the reason why I'm telling you this because I want you to understand that the weekend is a trap for people who are trying to be successful entrepreneurs, okay? It's a trap. Like right now, I'm laying in my bed. I'm comfortable, very. And I'm listening to all the music outside, downstairs. You know, the only disadvantage of having windows as walls is you hear everything, but I'm getting rid of soundproof my windows, so it's all good. It's going to cost me $30,000, but it's worth it because I like peace and I like quietness, always. I don't like anything. I, I just like quiet, especially when I'm immersed in working. But I'm listening to all these people right now, so I, I hear somebody singing. I hear some music going, you know, you can hear a girl laughing, <laughs> a guy shouting. The weekend is a trap, folks. Okay? And you're falling into the trap. 
think about it for a second, okay? I want you to imagine this. Imagine if Henry Ford never had any thoughts of a two-day weekend. Say if Henry Ford just never got together with the other masterminds and say, you know what? A weekend is not even needed. So many of you will believe that you're supposed to work every single day. Like, it wouldn't be any thoughts of taking two days off. It will be our normal of working seven days a week, right? But since it's not your normal, now it's a conflict because as an entrepreneur, I mean, you have to work eight days a week, 10 days a week. Does that make sense? Like, you got to work every day. It's no days off. But you're programmed <clears throat> that if you work five days, two days off. Five days on, two days off. So I want you to think about the programming and the conditioning that's taking place in your mind with your job, right, where you work, for years, 5, 10, and it's the, it's the expectation. So when you become an entrepreneur and you at home, you working, and you see all your friends, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your guy friends, whatever, they out there having a good time, doing that thing, hanging out with the kids, hanging out with the us, the nephews, and everything, they do it's having a good time. And you're at home working on your business. You feel alone. And you feel that you're supposed to be a part of something. And then you start to miss it. Then you start to crave it. Right? Because now you're rejecting the pleasure that you once had. Listen. Okay? Are you guys with me here? Hello? Comment below if I'm giving you value here. Listen, I'm talking from the top of my heart right now because... Like, I do have a desire for you to be wealthy. I really do. But I don't think a lot of you understand the process of becoming a wealthy or rich individual. Like, I don't I don't think you realize the change that is very mandatory. It's, it's a requirement. It's not like maybe like it's a it's a requirement that the weekend is no longer a weekend anymore. You can't call a weekend a weekend if you're an entrepreneur and you want to be successful. Saturday, Sunday, just another day. And I want you to think that way because one day, a weekend can be any day. Make sense? See, poor and average people, they look forward to the weekend. Rich and wealthy people have a weekend whenever they feel like they choose to. Like weekend is any day. It doesn't, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a day from them. They don't have to like, oh, just, no, any day they want to do, they want to travel, they go. Right? They want to hang out, they can any day. It's not a certain day that they have to make a decision and say, okay, well, I guess this is my day to relax because it's the. No. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? <clears throat> okay? <clears throat> <clears throat> I, you got to understand the program around this. Think about why do you think the club is not crazy on a Monday, on a Tuesday, or a Wednesday? When is the club lit and crazy and wow, right? Maybe Thursdays, ladies' night. Almost in every culture, every place around the world, Thursday nights is ladies' night. Now, why is that? You got to do some research on that. You know, who came up with this ladies' night is Thursday's nights? I mean, that's pretty much worldwide almost, especially on the West. Thursday night is ladies' nights. So guess what? If that's ladies' nights, you know the men coming. Like whoever created the word ladies' nights is a genius. Because ladies' nights means that that is a specific night for ladies to come out 
which men, which mean men are going to spend more money on ladies. It was genius. And you don't see it. You got dumb men, right? Silly men. Oh, man, it's ladies night, man. Thursday. Man, we going out. We've had to go party. We've got to turn up. Man, I know some girls going to be at this club because it's ladies night. And you're looking like a dummy. You don't realize that you're falling in the trap. You don't realize that's nothing but a distraction for you not to do anything that's sufficient or productive with your life. And then you turn 30 and 40 and 50 years old and you don't have a pot to piss in. You got bad credit. You're staying with your mama. You're staying with some girl because she has the good credit. You don't. Your girlfriend makes more money than you because she was actually disciplined and focused on her dreams. And you sitting there and you 10 years behind because you was looking forward to ladies night. And that's for men. You was looking forward to ladies night to have some casual debauchery sex. That's not going to be worth shit that you're probably going to contract a disease or probably have an illegitimate baby that you can't even take care of. So think about a man that does that every single week. So what is the chances that he's going to put himself in a miserable, miserable situation because of the repetition? Now you get it. Okay. Are you with me here? Comment below. I'm with you, Wes. <clears throat> that was for my guys. Listen, weekend is a trap, period. See, I think women, I think women understand this concept a little bit more than men. Even though women, I know you. I know how you think. Right? Don't think I don't. You're talking to your girlfriends, you texting the girlfriends, what you gonna wear, what you gonna wear, girl, what you gonna wear? I don't know, I'm gonna wear this, I'm gonna wear this. What are we gonna do? Well, girl, does it look cute? Does this look cute? I mean, you're, you're spending hours, you know, talking to each other, asking each other, it does this look cute? Does this look good? How about my hair? You think I should cut it? How about this shoe? I mean, you're spending all this time preparing for what? That's my, look, that's my question. Like, what are you preparing for, ladies, when you do this? Like, what are you preparing for? Like, you are you trying to look, you know, because listen, this is what women say. Women say, well, I'm not getting all dolled up just for men. I'm doing it for myself. I just want to go out with my girls. Really? I'm not so sure. Because why is it so important that you look so perfect if you're just going out with your girls just to have a drink and a good time? Lies. You're putting yourself out there. If an opportunity presents itself, you're going to take it. Okay? But I'm here to tell you something, young, young people. Okay? Listen. <laughs> the weekend is for the poor individuals. <clears throat> and if you want to remain a poor average sucker, Right? If you want to remain an employee, because Henry Ford created it for his employees. He didn't create it for CEOs. He didn't create it for owners of businesses and companies. No, for employees. Right? Let me tell you why. Because employees, it's required that they relax. It's like required that 
you give them an opportunity to rest. It's required. And like it's required for you to do that to employees. Why? Because they're not CEOs. CEO, it's no requirement for a CEO to relax, okay? It's no requirement for a CEO to say, I need two days. Fuck that. We don't think that way. We don't even, I don't want to, for what? But employees, we understand. Look, listen, we love employees because they work for us, but they're just weaker. When I say they're weaker, it's they can't take too much. You work them too hard, right? They may have a mental breakdown. They may quit on you. So you got to give them a couple of days. You got to give them the PTO time. Why do you think all this shit? Listen, a lot of you just think that, you know, like vacation time. You think, you think they're creating vacation time because they love you? No, because they know you're not resilient. They know you need two weeks because you've been working for two years or a year. You need two weeks just to relax in Mexico or Florida or some domestic location, right? Chill a little bit. Get a massage. Then come back to work. Because we know you're not formidable. We know you're not resilient. We know you're not tough. You're weak. PTO time, sick days. Do you think this was created because owners of companies truly love you that much? Listen, me, I would rather you work. Me? Shit, I would rather you work every day. That's me. That's my desire. Anybody that works for me, I want them to work every day, all day. That's just how I think. I'm, that's just how it is. But you can't do that. Got to give people days off. Because <laughs> they can't take it. My question to you is, can you take it? Okay? My question to you is, <clears throat> are you going to decide to be an employee or a successful entrepreneur? Because see, when Friday comes along, I swear to God, like people's minds just shift automatically. It's no, it's no, it's no effort for people. Like when they think weekend, when they think Friday, when they at work, they like thank God it's Friday. Where do you think that came from? Thank God it's Friday. Woo, woo! I'm so glad it's Friday. Thank God, because they're getting ready to do things that are not pro productive, and they're getting ready to do things that are not conducive with the success that they're talking about. They're doing everything that makes them feel good, even though it's not good for them, but it feels good in the moment. Make sense? So my question is this. Are you going to decide, keyword decide, to repudiate and to reject all the known pleasures of the weekend to be able to reach and touch your land of paradise. I'm talking to you. Are you? Are you willing to decide right now in this moment? Because every day we have a decision to make, I'm telling you, you know. See, this is why I share and make suggestions around. You have to think about cutting off friends because the friends are so influential. See, on Friday, you're going to have certain friends that are going to text you. Hey, girl, what you doing? Hey, my guy, where we going tonight? Hey, where we going tonight? Hey, where we going tonight? 
How many of you have ever sent that text? Don't lie to me. Where are we going tonight? Where are we going, boo? What are we doing tonight? What's the plan tonight? On a Friday. It's like clockwork. I want you to think about how habitual and how repetitive people are on a Friday looking forward to the weekend. And you don't realize it's nothing but a distraction that was created for you to be exactly who you are right now. Broke. Not enough money at the end of the month. Not being able to travel how you want to travel. Not being able to buy what you want to buy. You're the type of person, like I'm talking to you directly here. Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you the truth. A lot of you that's on here right now, you're the type of people that have to save up for a vacation. That's bullshit. Save up. You got to save your money up for a vacation that you're going to take in six months, seven months. That's bullshit. I don't save for a vacation. I take them. Some you got to save up for a Chanel purse. Well, I got to save up for these shoes. I got to save up for these clothes. I got to save up for this jewelry. I got to save up. That's what broken poor people do. Okay. Because you're allowing the weekend to distract you. See, the weekend is like a pattern interrupt. Like in psychology, they have something that's called the pattern interrupt. Pattern interrupt, it just boom, boom. Like it just takes you off guard, right? You're like, what's going on, right? For example, you're working five days a week on your goal, on your business. Then the weekend comes and you relax. Pattern interrupt. Because that flow and that focus stops. Because you're not thinking about the business anymore. You're not thinking about... Developing your skill. You're not thinking about your artistry. You're not thinking about anything but fun and pleasure. And you're doing this every single weekend. And I know, listen, I know some of you are like, well, Wes, I work all the time. Wes, I know it's some, listen, I know it's some smart ass on here right now. They saying, well, Wes, no, I, man, I've been consistent. I work, I'm working the weekends too. Not every weekend. How long? For a month? Some of you want to, Pat on your back and you want me to say, hey, good job, because for one month you didn't go to the club. One month you didn't drink anything. For one month you didn't do anything outside of your goals. And I'm like, that's not good enough. See, other rich people, you know what they're going to tell you? Because I know them. They're going to say, oh, you, man, for one month you didn't drink, man, I'm so proud of you. Oh, for one month you didn't go to the club? Oh, I'm so proud. For one month you didn't have any Stupid ass casual sex. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, for one month, you didn't chase girls. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. For one month, you didn't go out there. You didn't go to the happy hour. Okay, great. I'm so proud of you. Bullshit. Because one month is not enough. Listen, my personal story, try doing it for three to five years. Imagine three to five years doing the complete opposite of what you've been doing is the complete opposite of what you've been doing that's created the life that you have right now. Think about it. For three to five years. Not no one month, two months. Because a lot of you can't do it. You can't do it. Can't even do six months. If I say, hey, take six months of your life and separate from everything that gave you pleasure. Okay? Anything that was prime. Pleasure, like women, like men, stay away from women for six months. Women, stay away from men for six months. Men and women, stay away from your friends that you're accustomed to. If all your friends, if you make 50000 a year, and if, you're, if your friends make 50000 a year, 
I want you to stay away from them for six months. I don't want you to go to happy hour for six months. No club for six months. Okay. No random vacation that you know you can't afford for six months. Okay. No bars for six months. Can't even do six months. And you have many successful people who are very successful and they can do three to six years, but no problem. You know, I know a man, I met a man, I remember I was running a boot camp in Houston, Texas, and I met an old man, he was a scientist, he was talking to me. He said, Wes, I haven't watched TV in 20 years. I mean, super smart, though. I mean, you can tell that he didn't because how he spoke, how he articulated himself. He was just very a very intelligent person. He said, I haven't watched TV in 20 years. Nothing, no type of TV at all. Many of you can't even imagine that. And I know some of you are like, oh, I don't watch TV. You're lying, yes, you do. You watch some form of entertainment on your phone, Netflix, Hulu. Most of you just bullshit yourselves. You know, you like the person to say, oh, I work out. Well, how much? How long? Some of you think, well, I work out one day a week, two days a week. Okay, what is that? Like, what does that mean? That's, see, that's what, listen, this is why I do what I do because do you not realize how difficult it is to be a part of the 1% of people on the planet that get what they want? Do you realize if you want to be the sexy individual, you want to be the sex symbol, right? A lot of you, that's what, you want to be a sex symbol, right? What I mean by sex symbol is you want somebody to look at you be like, God damn, you fine, right? You just want people to say that. Not saying that you're going to engage in sex or any type of intimacy with this person, but you want to be admired. You want people to turn their necks. You want people to look at you. And you're thinking that two days a week, at a gym or eating a salad three times a week, it's going to get you that type of body. Bullshit. Are you crazy? You're insane if you believe that. But the problem is you want to believe it. You want to believe that you could be the half-assed individual that you are right now and get these great outlandish results. And I'm here to tell you from the top of my heart that it's not going to happen. And I don't care how much you can tell me, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, it won't. It won't ever. You won't be a high performing individual until you become a high performing individual now. You got to change your habits, behaviors, attitude, the way that you think. Got to change so much about yourself. Okay. Do you realize I have to change so much about Wesley Virgin to be worth this type of money, to be able to have what I want, I had to completely do a 180 degree shift. I'm you would I, I you listen. If my family would meet me now, like cousins and aunties and shit like that, they wouldn't recognize me. They'll say I'm rude because I don't want to bullshit. I don't want to have small talk. It annoys me. I want to talk progression. I want to build something. I want to create something. I want to achieve. That's just how I am. I'm wired that way now. And you might say, well, why? Isn't enough enough? No. People ask me all the time, man, Wesley, don't you got enough? Absolutely not. Like today, I was coming back from Oklahoma, right? My, my daughter goes to college out there. And, you know, I only fly first class. I've been flying first class for 10 years. 
okay? And I'm coming back on first class flight. And you're going to think this is funny. I'm, I'm sitting in first class. And I'm meditating. And I swear to God, this guy next to me, he just farted. He passed gas. I knew he did. And I'm like, oh, my God. Just screwed up my entire meditation. I couldn't get his zen because I don't know what this guy ate some tacos. But he lit that first class section up, man. I had to go to the right. You know how you got to pull your shirt over your nose. I had a terrible experience. And I thought to myself, I said, Wesley Virgin, you got to go on a private plane, man. You need to be on a plane by yourself that you don't have to worry about nobody farting and passing gas while you're in Zen mode. Right? Like, I got to get that private jet now. I got to spend that money. I don't want to smell that. I don't want to be a part of that. You know, I remember it was a time I was very happy to fly first class. It was cool. It was great. But now it's normal. It's regular. It's average. And I don't want no part of it. And if I got to spend $250,000 to go someplace around the world, well, guess what? I'm going to make that goddamn money. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that money. I don't care who I got to release out of my life. I don't care what I need to change about me. I don't care what, who I need to meet. I don't care what sacrifice I need to make. But I will be on somebody's private jet, and that will be my normal. And I don't care if I'm going to Paris, Hawaii, New York, California. I don't care if I'm going to Austin, Texas. I'm going to be on somebody's private jet. Do you hear me? Okay. Period. But to do that, the Wesley that you hear right now has to change. Even I have to evolve. Okay. If you got value here tonight, come with the word value. Listen, the weekend is for the poor. The weekend is a trap for you to stay exactly where you are. Many of you are going to be that person. You're going to be that man and woman. And you're going to think back five and ten years of your life. You're going to like, damn, Wesley did say this would happen. I'm still at this job. I still don't have enough money to take care of my family properly. We haven't took a vacation in ages. We still got the same car, same neighborhood. We're not making progress at all. My bank account is still low. I still got all these negative things on my credit report. I can't even get what I want. My interest rate is high. I am not making any freaking progress. A lot of you, that's going to be your story in the next five to ten years, unfortunately. And you're going to watch me in five or ten years. Well, I'm going to be on a private jet, obviously. Right? I'll be doing these rents, but it'd be from the suite in my private jet. And I'm going to show you. Because it's very important for me not to brag or be braggadocious. It's important for me to show you progress. Right? Because I can't just be talking to you. Right? You got to see progress. That's the reason why I show you when I buy a new car. I'm not doing that to rub it in your face. It's nothing to rub in your face. I'm showing you progress. I'm giving you an opportunity to see what I do. I'm already rich, but I'm here at my home and I've been working, working on something that would change the world for the better. It's going to help a ton of people make a ton of money. I'm working on that right now. That's what I'm doing. And I don't care how long I got to work. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how many mistakes I've made. I don't care how many failed. I'm going to continue to do it until it works. I will put myself in this hubble. I will exclude myself from the world until it works the way that I want it to work. 
and I needed to be at $10 million a month. You know, at first I had $3 million a month. I said, you know, forget that, West. You need to dream a little bigger than that. $10 million. What I'm doing has a potential of $10 million per month, and you're going to see it happen. But I want you to notice and recognize what I'm doing right now. Pay attention. I'm not out. You know, you don't see me out on the weekend. I'm not out. Listen, if you live in Houston, Texas, you're not going to see me out there. You're going to rarely see me out there in the clubs, rarely see me out there in the restaurants. You're not going to see me out there. You're not going to see my cars out there. You're not. Mm -mm, Not at all. If you want to see my car, you'll see my car at the gym, and that's about it. Okay? That's it. You're not going to see me just riding around Houston all day because I got work to do. That's what I want you to understand. You got work to do. You have no time to be frolicking around and just doing things that are not conducive to your success and to the progression of yourselves. You got so much work to do. Do you not understand how much work you have to do on yourself? Okay. I want everybody to comment these words below. That's interesting. I've got work to do. And you know you do. It's 1036 right there in Houston, Texas. You got work to do. Another thing, forget about time. Don't be concerned about what time it is all the time. What is time? It's kind of late. It's not late. What are you talking about? You're late if somebody's early. You're early if somebody's late. Right? Pay attention to what you're doing. Do it more. If you want to achieve your goals faster, do what you're doing more. Why? So you can make more mistakes faster. You can fail faster and more. Okay? The more you fail, the faster you get the result. That makes sense? But if you're sleeping, if you out there at the weekend and, you know, just hanging out at the pool party, you know, trying to get somebody to notice you with your insignificant ass. <laughs> Trying to get somebody to notice you. Ain't nobody trying to notice you. Women out there trying to wear these little bikinis, have your butt all out, your breasts all hanging out, all this nasty makeup on your face, trying to get some guy's attention, looking for the football player, basketball, the rich man, whatever. You ain't ready for that. You said you want to be a successful entrepreneur, right? Now, listen, if you're trying to be a housewife, if you're just trying to be a regular, normal, average woman, that's okay. Then go out there. Make yourself available to the rich and successful guy. But if you're trying to be a successful woman... The playtime is over. You're going to play later if that's what you want. Especially, my man, man, it's a requirement for you. Women, it's not a requirement for her to be wealthy and rich because she can find a man that's like that. I believe a man should be a provider of all the house of his household, period. That's his job to make the money. But I know some women out there, they want to go out there and do it for themselves. And I say, go for it, boo. Do your thing. If that's what you want to do, do your thing. Okay. But women, but men, it's a requirement for you. Requirement. Do you hear me? You know those little website forms where they had a little asterisk and said it's a requirement, which means that you cannot go to the next page unless you fill out that section on the form. Well, that's what it is. It's a requirement for you to be rich and wealthy. Okay. There's no woman out here that's going to take care of you. And if it's a woman out here that will take care of you, she dumb. She just silly, in my opinion. And you're even sillier if you allow a woman to take care of you. Any questions for me, young people? Talk to me.
Did you get value here tonight? Did you take notes tonight? Did you write the stuff down? Okay. Questions for me. Talk to me. If you got value, come with the word value below. Remember, the weekend is designed for the poor. No more weekends. I want everybody to come in. No more weekends. I don't want you to get excited for the weekend any longer, okay? It's, fr- it's Saturday. So that means next Friday, I don't want you to get excited. Don't. Don't be like the poor and average people. Don't be like those losers, okay? And I'm not saying that people that are employees are losers. <laughs> don't put that on me, okay? What I'm saying is this. If a person wants to be rich and successful and they continue to do the things that are opposite of that, that's a loser. If you want to be rich, you can't continue to act like an employee. Okay? Different traits, different habits, different behaviors. Okay? Different thought patterns. Questions for me. Comment below. So no more weekends. I don't want you to get excited for a weekend ever again. I don't get excited. You, do you, I haven't been excited for the weekend for the past 20 years. I don't get excited for no weekend. Are you kidding me? Why? I don't want to get excited to hang around people that I want to be around. I don't want to be around the 97% of people that don't care about anything. I don't want to be around the 97% of people who just want to have fun. That's it. That's what I want to have fun. I hear this bullshit. People say, Wes, you don't have no fun? Well, Wes, what you do for fun? You know what I tell people? Read. That's what I do. I read and I enjoy it. It turns me on. I listen to Stafford and Harvard videos because I didn't go to college, but I like listen to things in the area of neuroscience. I'm fascinated about that stuff. Why? Because I want to be a more influential individual with people. Okay. And to do that, I have to learn. So that's what I do for fun. People ask me all the time, you know, well, you know, because, you know, I work a lot, right? Because I'm always, I'm just always immersed in what I'm doing. What do you do for fun? What do you do for fun? I mean, is reading not fun? Is educating yourself not fun? Is working out, going to the gym not fun? How is that not fun? I love the gym. I love it. Two hours, three hours, love it. Bring me that pain. Put it on me. Pilates, let's go. That's fun for me. But the problem for you is you can't imagine that being fun. Like working five hours. That's not fun to you. And I, and I don't see why. I'm like, what? You can't even imagine reading a book. It's fun for you. That's why you're the 97%. A lot of you. Okay. You see the difference? You see the dichotomy between the 3% and the 97% folks? Okay, questions. Wesley, how do you be an alpha male? You guys ask me this question every single rant. Did I explain what an alpha man is? Jesus. <clears throat> Listen, I'm going to give you the brevity of how to become an alpha man because I know some of you men didn't have fathers that were alpha men. I understand some of you men didn't have fathers at all. I know some of you men didn't have any type of male role model. That's why you make bad decisions with everything in your life. <laughs> Listen, one, if you want to become an alpha male, you got to find one. Find an alpha male. It don't have to be a man that you meet personally. It could be a man that you meet online. But what is an alpha man? One thing, 
An alpha man knows exactly what he wants. Okay? Write that down since you want to know. An alpha man knows what he wants. Period. It's no vagueness. It's no ambiguities as it relates to what he wants for his life. He knows. An alpha man is very unapologetic about it. Which means is if some girl give him some shit about, well, why you always worry? Well, he'll let her ass go immediately. You know, it's not going to work out. You think I work too much? Get out. I don't care. You're stressing me out. You're not going to get out. It's alpha men. Alpha men are very, to a certain point, they can be very stylish individuals, unemotional. Okay? Things don't affect them. They, it affects other men. Like, you're not going to see an alpha man just crying himself in a bed about some shit that took place. It's not going to happen. Okay? Alpha men are very resilient. They can just take a lot. It doesn't mean they don't ever get their feelings hurt. But they're not going to show it to the world. And if they do cry, they're going to cry by themselves in a goddamn closet. But you'll never know. Because alpha men understand that crying in public in front of people's faces, it don't serve nobody. It's not making you... Are him a better person by doing that shit. So you don't do it. And if he does it, you'll never know. Would you like me to keep going? Alpha men understand that the first thing a man should do. Now, listen, this is my definition. This is not the dictionary. This is not YouTube. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Version definition of alpha men. Alpha men understand that the most important thing first that a man should achieve is the acquisition of money, period. Not women. Not, not your hobby. Money. He understands that he has to master money. That's the first thing he needs to master is money. Period. He knows that. Okay? An alpha man knows how to communicate. He knows how to use his words to affect people. He knows how to use his words to make a sale, to get people to move, to influence people. Okay? Are you with me here? Alpha men are not afraid of their dark side. They're integrated. Most of them anyway. They're integrated. They understand they have a dark side and they'll fucking show it. Okay? Because alpha men believe this concept. That they can always ask for forgiveness. You can always apologize. But it's important for them to be who they are. Period. They're more comfortable being the person who they're comfortable with. They're not looking for validation. They're not, they're not going to be away around you or alter their behavior or anything to appease you. But they understand they can always say, I'm sorry. And they will. They can always apologize. Alpha men are very direct. They're blunt. Alpha men, they may hurt your feelings. Women, it is what it is. Because they're very nonchalant and they're very non cares about trivial things. And most things are trivial as it relates to the 97% of, 97% of people on the planet here. So you take that, young man. You study that. If you need more, you buy my course, Genie's Crip. Overnight Millionaire, and you can find out more on how to do that. Or type Wesley Virgin in F, um, in YouTube and just listen to everything that I have online. Learn. Teach yourself. Model me. All right, what's next? 
questions for me. Talk to me. Speak up. Talk to me. Are alpha men supposed to hide their emotions from, from their women? No. See, the big problem with a lot of you, you don't even understand the word emotions. A lot of you, a lot of women like, oh, I like an emotional man. And see, a lot of men think emotional means crying. Emotion doesn't mean just to cry, okay? Emotion means feel. You could be angry. That's an emotion. Is it not? Sad. That's an emotion. Is it not? You could be happy. That's an emotion. Okay? You could be horny. That's an emotion. It's just feeling something. Sit. With a woman, if you're dating a woman, it's important for you to be vulnerable. What does that mean? That means be okay with your flaws and your weaknesses. Be okay looking stupid and looking crazy. Who cares? Be okay to be like this in front of your woman. Okay? It doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you're okay with who you are as a man. Does that make sense? What's next? Let's see here. Questions. Why are alpha men so stern, though? See, a lot of you may think I'm stern, right? You may say, Wes, you talk so loud. You talk so authoritative. You talk so commanding. Listen, listen, like when I, when I raise my voice and I talk in a very direct, blunt, stern way, it's just the passion that flows through me. It's just like this feeling that goes through my body and I can feel it and I express it that way. It's called passion. Okay. A lot of you men, you don't got that because you're too passive. A lot of you men, not pa you're not passionate about anything. You're so confused. You're so uncertain. A woman loves a man that's passionate about something. Yeah, you think people don't tell me that I talk too loud? All the time. Hey, what, you talking too loud? So what? It is what it is. Because I believe what I say. And sometimes I must raise my tonality because I want you to get it. So if you think that's stern... If you think that's too much, because see, when people say, well, I mean, I'm not picking on you, young man, but you made the comment. When a man says, oh, man, you know what? Why are they so stern? What that means is what you're really saying is that person being so stern is affecting you and putting you or making you feel inferior or making you feel uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> that's all that means. You just feel uncomfortable, right? Because maybe you used to talking like this. Yeah, what's up, man? And what you doing? Okay, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing. And maybe that's how you talk all the time. And that's cool. Right? That's how you want to rock, rock that way. But me, when I believe in something, when I have passion for something, you're going to feel it. Okay? See, alpha men, they're just passionate about what they believe. I mean, who doesn't want to be around a passionate individual? Passion is the reason why people buy from certain people and why they don't buy from others. You can go to the car dealership and you have one man, same knowledge, 
same skill, same words, but one man is just a little bit more passionate about helping the customer. And you just kind of passive, you know? They don't feel anything from you. And all of a sudden, that person that's passionate gets to sell. Same thing with women. Some of you men, you're so passive with women, you know? So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what's, your, what's your name? Uh, uh, what's your name? Oh, oh, how you? Oh, hey, uh, what's your name? <laughs> that's, how, that's how beta passive men are. But women, that they're like, hey, what's your name? Oh, hey, oh, how you doing? Me? Hey, how are you? What's your name? I'm Wesley Virgin. What's your name? I'm just like this. I look you straight in your eye. Hey, what's your name? I'm Wesley Virgin. What's yours? Nice to meet you. I'm like that. Like I raised the tonality in my voice and I command it because I take control and she feels that. <laughs> Listen, men, all the men that want to be like that, I get it. You got to get around men like this or you need to watch men like this on YouTube, right? And another thing, you got to stop hanging around the passive men that you're around. You're probably around a lot of passive beta men, weak men, right? Soft men, snowflakes. Stop hanging around the snowflakes, okay? If you want to be hard as rocks, stop hanging around the snowflakes. But if you want to hang around a man as hard as rocks, you got to understand you're going to be uncomfortable. Men around me, they get uncomfortable sometimes of what I say and how I say it. And there's many men like that. I'm not the only alpha man. There's many alpha men on the planet. They say whatever they want to say and it make you feel uncomfortable. Okay? Because he's true to himself. Doesn't care too much about what others think about him. Okay? So you got to realize something. If you want to morph, if you want to transform into that type of man, you got to get around men like that. You're going to be uncomfortable. Okay? Period. What's next here? What's next? Questions here. Are you getting value here tonight? So true. See, look, the, you see the ladies in the comments below? They're like, so true. I mean, every woman wants a confident man. All of them. Every woman wants a powerful man. Every woman wants a man that has the respect of men. That's what they want. But we can talk about another topic. Because, see, women want it. But they don't want everything that comes with a man like that. Because, see, a man like that, a lot of women want him. And then that leads to a woman's insecurities. And then a woman starts to feel inferior. <laughs> then she gets very uncomfortable. Am I going to lose this man? And listen, my advice to you women, if you have a man that's like that and you're dating him, level up. Like if you're dating a powerful man... Okay, confident, strong, successful, and you a little bit just, oh my God, I mean, is he going to leave me? I don't want him to level up. Level up in every area in your life that is desirable to that man. Level up. Level up how you look. Level up how you speak to him. Level up on how you dress. How you smell, level up on your submissiveness. But we're not going to talk about that tonight. Okay, but you got to level it up. Seriously. What's next? Talk to me. Are you getting value here tonight, young people? Talk to me. 
Facts. I see that. Facts. What's your meditation routine? Today I meditate about four to five times. I'm going to meditate again. Maybe I'll meditate with you. If I get up to 100 people, I'll do a live meditation with you that I've been doing for, for the past 10 years. And these type of meditations have led me to create and make a lot of freaking money here. I'll do that with you if you get it to 100 people plus. Okay, but my routine is this. I wake up in the morning, I meditate 20 minutes. I get back from the gym, I eat, I meditate again. Then I may meditate again. I've been meditating quite a bit because I've been working on something very intensely. And when I do that, when I have a goal to hit, I meditate more because I want my mind only focused on the project at hand. Okay? What's next here? Questions. Do you ever attempt to add mental value or perspective to your parents or do you just let them be? Of course, my, my parents, they respect me. My parents, they listen to my rants as well. Of course, my, my father told me like when, like last year, he said, I'm the leader of the family now. I don't know what that exactly means, but what they're saying is I got something special on what I do for the world. Right. Because even their friends who are older, 60 and 70 years old, they listen to me as well. Their friends talk to them about me, about their son. So, of course, you know, whenever there's an opportunity there, do I give my parents advice? Of course, if they want it, they want to talk about it. Absolutely. About anything. Right. About life, whatever, how to deal with all types of issues here. Um, so yeah, the answer is yes. Let's go. When did that change? When did what change? Well, like, if you want to know a little bit about my, um, my, uh, my father and my mother. So my mother was always my biggest fan. She always believed in my outlandish goals. Can anybody relate? My mom, she was just always a fan. <laughs> it didn't matter all the bullshit and crazy things that I did in life. And I did a lot of things that kind of screwed things up, right? Uh, that made my life miserable. But my mom always believed in my dreams. She believed that I was going to do it. Now, my dad, not so much. My dad was more like, hey, that's not reality, Wes, right? Get a job. Stay at the job. Blah, blah, blah. He was like that, right? He just didn't. Like, my dad was a dreamer, but he didn't dream as big as I did. Like, he dreamed as big as he dreamed based off how he was raised, right? But obviously, I dreamed a little bit bigger, okay? Because it's just a different generation, different world now, right? So, my dad, he didn't, like, 100% just believe in what I was going to do, right? He didn't believe in it because he never achieved it, right? So, if your dad, and it's just how it is with dads and fathers. If they believe that they can't achieve it, then they certainly can't, right? <laughs> that's just how it is. They don't really believe in how you're going to do it. And especially when I was making so many mistakes and my father always reminded me of my mistakes. Always. Anybody got a father like that or a mother? They say, oh yeah, Wes, you know how you get all those tickets. Oh, you know how you go to jail all the time. You know, you know, somebody that always constantly reminded me of my mistakes. Even, even when I became an adult, he would always bring that stuff up. I didn't like it. I hated it, but it was a driver. It motivated me. It made me angry. It didn't know, but it made me angry. And I used that fuel to win big. So guess what? After a couple of years, obviously, boom, I made some money, a million dollars. I wrote them a big check, bought them some cars. His perception changed 
as it relates to me. So he kind of listens more to me. Or we just, like, just don't talk. Some conversations, me and my father, we just can't have. Why? Because he's the devout Christian. He believes what he believes about. Like, his beliefs are very strong, just like my beliefs. Like, we're very the same, and we are the same like that because, obviously, I came from him. I have that same type of dogmat type of mentality. I'm very stubborn, right? Very, just like my father. So some topics we can't talk about and we won't talk about, right? But when we do talk, if there's an opportunity for us to talk, we will talk, right? But my mom, she's always my biggest fan. She's just my biggest fan all day long. She listens to all my stuff. She loves my stuff and I love her as well. I love both of them, right? But yeah, once I made the money, my father definitely changed his attitude he changed how he dealt with me once I became a multimillionaire. And guess what? If you got a father, dad, a mother like that, it'll happen to you as well. Because why? Because money is powerful. I don't care what anybody say. Money is powerful. Money would change people. And it would change how they address you, how they talk with you, how they speak with you. 100%. Okay? Make some money. You'll see. What's next? My dad will listen to everything I say about trading, but he won't listen to about a mindset and personal growth. That's important, though. Why would he? Why would you say to? What would you say to that? Yeah, listen. It's not up for you to change your your father's mindset. Like I'm not trying to change my dad's mindset for what? Seventy years old. I'm not trying to change mindset about anything, right? And your dad, you know, he he. <laughs> listen, have his mindset. If it's negative, or positive, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if he changes. It's not your job to change his mindset. Your responsibility is to create wealth. And then you create wealth so you can help your dad out. That's your job. Buy him a car. Okay? Send him on a vacation to someone that is favorite place. Do that. Like, listen, if you want, like, for all my men out there that have fathers that are very stubborn fathers, right? Which almost, which is almost all of them, right? And if you want your if you want your dad to start listening to you, buy him some stuff. Bought my dad a brand new Rolex watch. He always wanted one. Bought it for him. He always wanted to go to Israel because my dad's a pastor for 30 years plus. I sent him to Tel Aviv, Israel. He went to Jerusalem. He got the opportunity to fulfill his dreams to study the word of God in the place that he'd been studying for so long. He got to be in the demographical location. Bought him a brand new car. I bought him two cars. I bought him one Mercedes drop top because he said he wanted it. I guess it was too sporty for him. The tires hurt his back, so he had to sell it. But then I bought him a 580. He loves that car. Cherished that car. He loved it to life. Right? Buy him some stuff. Do some stuff for your father. And watch how his attitude changed towards you. Okay? You can't be trying to teach nobody if you ain't bought nothing for him. That's just how it is. Especially old people. Right? You got to do some things for them. Make them feel good. Because they're older. And older people... She, they blunt, they direct. So do something nice for them. Okay, but I, it's, not your, it's not your job and it's not your mission to change the mindset of your parents, young people. It is your mission, your job, and your responsibility to take care of them in a way they don't have to struggle as much as you did or they did when, they, when you were younger. Okay, it's your opportunity, it's your responsibility to give them more opportunities in their golden years so they can live a better life. Send them some trips, buy them some stuff, whatever. Right, make them feel good, make them happy. They're already bragging about you because obviously you done you've done some things that have forepassed what they have done. So they're bragging to their friends about you. That's enough. 
Does that make sense, Aaron? What's the next? <clears throat> What's next here? Hey, Isabella, how are you? Benjamin, Ali, how are you? Are you getting value here tonight? Women and men, are you getting value here tonight? I really want you to apply this. Okay, I want you to get value. I want you to take what I'm saying and apply it to your life. Like, give it a try. Because I know a lot of you don't know me from Adam. I get it. But I'm very consistent. That's one thing you do know about me. Am I not consistent? I am. Right? So take a chance. Take a leap of faith. I want you to repudiate weekends. Take weekends out of your vocabulary. Understand that you're going to work seven days a week for the next five to ten years. Just put that in your mind. It's okay. And in the beginning, you're not going to want to do it. In the beginning, you're going to get tired. In the beginning, you're going to get exhausted. But if you continue to do it, just like when you run for the first time, you know, when you run for the first time, you're hurting, can't even run a mile. Your legs hurt, sins hurt, everything hurt. But what do you do? You continue to run. And the more you run, the easier it becomes, right? Because your body starts to adapt to running. <clears throat> Same thing with work ethic. You just got to adapt to it. Work a little bit more. You'll get used to it. It'll be your normal. How has your father, has your father ever asked, do you separate the two God and the universe? No, he never asked me that question. So we don't talk about religion because we have different beliefs as it relates to religions, right? He is a devout Christian. He believes in God hard, wholeheartedly. He believes in Jesus wholeheartedly. Me, I just, I can't say I just believe the way that he believes because I ask questions. And people that believe in the word of God and the Bible, from my standpoint, they just don't ask questions, right? They just believe. I don't choose to do this. I'm not going to just say that this is what it is because I don't know what it really is, right? I understand many of you just have faith and believe me. I just choose to call it God, but it could be universe. It could be anything. You know, I can't, I don't think it's fair for us just to choose to call what we call the superpower one thing because other cultures and other religions have different things that they call whatever the thing is. And whatever the thing is, we all have access to it. And it's probably the same thing. It's a power that's on the planet that we can tap into, that we can manifest and we can create our dreams. I believe that. So it doesn't really matter if you call it God, Jesus, or the devil, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't really matter too much about that. What matters is how are you living your life? Are you making a contribution to the world? Are you making a ton of money? Are you spreading more love and happiness on the planet while you're here, and when you die, deal with that thing then. Deal with it. Whatever happens when you die is going to happen anyway. Okay? So I don't need to leave my, I don't, like my belief is I don't need to live, live my life wanting to go someplace that I don't even know it exists. Doesn't even, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me, honestly. Because right now I can live this life the best way as humanly possible. And as I get older and when I die, wherever I go is where I go. Not concerned about that. I'm concerned about what's happening right now in this moment with you and I. All right, what's next? <clears throat> Talk to me here. Questions. What was the pusher in your life that made you get onto the path of success? Good question, Vivacia. So, the pusher, uh, the breakthrough moment for me was when I worked at the age of 20 or 21. 
I was working at a car dealership. I've told the story so many times, but I enjoyed telling the story. So I tell you, I give you the brevity of it. And I was working as an IT technician, okay? And I was responsible for the computer system at the dealership. But one day, after working there for two years, one day a virus infected the system, okay? A virus infected the system. And I was the guy that everybody would come to. I was the computer guy. Where's Wes? Wes is the man, right? Because that was like my gift, computer technology, engineering. You know, I was doing that stuff when I was like eight and seven years old, okay? And long story short, I was just fired, you know? The owner of the dealership fired me, no questions asked. He got my last check, and he escorted me off the property within five minutes. And from that day... I knew I could not work for someone for the rest of my life. Before that day, I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder, okay, be a CIO or something, right, um, and just climb the, cha- the uh, climb the chain there, the, the corporate ladder. But, however, that wasn't the case. I was fired just like that. No warning, no slap on the wrist, no suspension, right, just Fire, terminate. I'm like, what? I gave those people two, three years of my life. I worked every freaking day. I even worked weekends. I worked and I'd even get paid for many hours that I worked. But I'm not complaining and I'm not bitching about it. Because everything that happened in my life happened for a reason. I thank God for that. I thank God that I was terminated from that job. I'm so excited that I was terminated. Because if I was not terminated, listen, if I wasn't terminated from that position, I promise you, I wouldn't be the man talking to you here right now. I would not be this person, okay? And I want you to realize something about your life, that a lot of you look at all these miserable moments that take place in your life, and they're probably your gifts that are ready and waiting for you to open. They're gifts, okay? They're not missed opportunities. They're not miserable moments. They're gifts that are waiting for you to unwrap, And that was a gift for me. That termination was a gift and allowed me to think outside of how I was thinking before. It allowed me to think outside the box, go jump into other organizations, go jump into network marketing, go jump into these opportunities, learn more about wealth and success. Because I had no clue. I had no desire for this before the age of 21 at all. Okay. What's next here? I miss you. You're my favorite mentor. You changed my life forever. Much love, TMT. Let me see here. Hey, Steph, how are you? Does your former employer know about your current life now? That's a good question. He does. You know, I've talked. You know, I might. A lot of you are asking me to do vlogs. I may do a video where... I go see my ex-employer, and it's and it's like it's a dealership here in Pasadena, Monument Chevrolet. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. I used to work for them. Okay, I used to work when it was Timmer Chevrolet, and then <coughs> they changed the name to Monument Chevrolet. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's still there. I'm sure his sons are running the dealership as well because he was grooming his sons to run his um, his sons to run the dealership. So I'm pretty sure they're taking over now. 
because he's probably a much, much older man now. Because when I was when he was like 60 something, man, he's probably like 80. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that'll be cool. And maybe I will do it. I would go up there. Which car should I take? Should I take the McLaren? Should I take the Lamborghini Euros? Should I take the Huracan? Should I take the Rolls Royce? Should I take the 4x4 G-Wagon? What car should I pull up? And you know what? Just to be fun, just to be cool, maybe I'll buy a car for cash. You know, a little cheap car. I don't know. And give it away to my audience. That'd be fun. Can you talk about how listening to your personal development shifted your mindset for wealth? Yeah, so one thing that you guys don't know, some of you do if you've been following me for years, um, follow me now, is that when I went overseas, because let's talk about personal development. You know, personal development is just, you know, audios or even videos that you hear from people like myself who talk more about the mindset, behavior, and attitudes of successful individuals. So when I went overseas to Afghanistan and I went over there as a government contractor, I um, <clears throat> I wanted to start a business, but I didn't know what to start. But I was pitched on a company in network marketing when I was overseas and I was introduced to person development. Okay, and um, I was sent out an iPod. Remember iPods? Um, I was sent that, and the iPod had 80 gigabytes of information on it. It, it was just talking, men talking, right? People like Jim Rome, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Jerry Clark, Holton Bugs. Um, I mean, people. Some of these people you don't know, right? But it was a ton of speakers, like Jet. A lot of people from different marketing, network marketing companies. And this um, iPod, or this iPod here, had 80 gigabytes of information. I mean, and it was a ton, man. Even how to speak correctly. It was a lot of stuff on it, right? And this was the iPod that uh, this one organization would give their people to listen to. And let me tell you something. I must have consumed that information all day long. I mean, because overseas, when I worked overseas as a government contractor, I was um, compelled to work 12 hours a day, every day. So we had to work 12 hours a day, every single day, no days off. Okay, And I will listen because I was in the IT department at the time. So I had a lot of time on my hands. So I had my own office, had a huge screen monitor in the back. And I would just listen to the iPod, I mean the iPod, okay, like all day long, eight hours a day, like every day, for about a year or two, all right. And then when I got home, I was just listening to like a lot of you in your cars. You listen to Drake, Migos, Taylor Swift, uh, Lil Baby. I get it, but I didn't listen to any music for like two years. And like in my car, it was like. I called my car at the car university, and even though it wasn't the best-looking car, I was only listening to personal development. Like, on the way to work, personal development. On the way home, personal development. On the way to gym, personal development. Like, I literally consumed my mind with this information, okay? 
because I wanted to be rich and successful. I didn't have a mentor at the time. I didn't know how to be successful. But I said, well, if I keep listening to this stuff, I mean, something got to give, right? Because if I'm listening to all these successful individuals and they're talking like this, that means I need to expose myself and just get immersed. Because I didn't know how I was going to make, like, listen, I didn't know how I was going to make a million dollars. I didn't know how to start a business. Like, I had no clue. But I did understand that if I keep listening to Pookie and Ray Ray, and I, that's just my friends, my old friends. If I keep listening to these people, right, I'm definitely not going to be rich. So I say I have a higher chance to be rich if I'm listening to rich people. Make sense? So I was just listening to rich people for a very long time. Okay? That's impossible for me. I utilize music for motivation. Okay, cool. What's next? To each his own, man. I'm just giving you my story and, and sharing with you what I did. And I had a friend like that too. You know what he just said? So somebody in the comment below said, well, that's impossible for me. I use music for motivation. And let me tell you something. I have a friend. I'm going to tell you a story that's going to blow your mind. So like 15 years ago, I don't know. I was a part of this organization, Network Marketing. And it was me, my cousin, and this other guy. And we were like, you know, the three guys that's trying to be successful. You know, we would go to the seminars. We would go to the weekly meetings in Network Marketing. We would dress up in suits. And, I mean, we would just go into this thing, you know, um, all day long. I mean, you know, every week. And I remember I was really big into personal development because, remember, I was already doing it. So when I came back stateside, <clears throat> I was kind of introduced it to them. And I said, man, you got to stop listening to all this music, bro. You know, you're trying to listen to all this personal development. And you're listening to this music. You know what he told me? He said the same thing you said. He said, nah, man, I need this, man. I just, like, need it for my body, my bones. I, I need it. He was talking about music like it's crack. Like, it's like weed or something. Like, he just needed it for him to function. And let me tell you, you know, today, that man is still, he's not even close to being successful. Had the opportunity to talk to him a couple of years ago. He was reaching out. You know, everybody reaches out to me. My old friend, the old buddy, the old whatever. They all reach out to me. Oh, as I see you doing good, you know I'm doing it. And they ain't doing nothing. You know, they have more babies. They can't take care of their children. And that's how that man is right now. What I'm saying is this, that, hey, to each his own, do what you want to do. But when you start to understand the mind, listen, I get it if you're trying to be a singer or a rapper, I get it. But if you're trying to be a business person, that music is not going to add any value to your life of because you're hearing information. And what makes it worse is you're not only hearing it, you're hearing it with a frequency that allows your brain to be more malleable, right? Which means is it puts you into a trance, like music does. That's why we love it so much. It puts us into a trance. So we just tend to be like, oh, yeah, I feel good. Oh, I love this song, right? It's the music because music is vibration. And what you don't realize when your mind goes into the trance, which goes into theta state, you are very suggestible, to everything that you hear on the lyrics. So you listen to that and you're trying to perfect your artistry. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be very difficult. Okay. What's next here? <clears throat> and hey, Nina, how are you? And I know it's going to be somebody that's going to disagree with me. And that's fine. Disagree with me. I don't care. Like, I'm just giving you my two cents. I'm sharing with you what works for me.
You can spend the next five years telling yourself that you need music to operate and to be able to function in life. And um, we'll see where you are. What's next? Hey, Claudia. Hey, Wes. Can you give me your advice on whether to stay with a boyfriend who has a negative mindset and isn't matching to mine? Oh, Claudia, I love you. I'm glad you asked that question here. So, listen. She asked me, should, I'm a paraphrase, should I stay with my piss poor, pooky, negative boyfriend because his mindset is just off? No, leave him tonight. Let him go. Tell him I'm done. Does it make sense, Claudia? Listen, ladies, and I want you to listen very close to me, okay? Listen. Do not ever stay with a man that is a cynical, negative individual. Do you hear me? Okay? There's a lot of reasons to stay with a man. There's a lot of reasons to leave a man. But if he's negative, if he's a negative person, if he always sees the glass empty, and if you're trying to change him, you're going to lose. You're not going to change this man. Okay? You need to leave him right now because there's plenty of positive, successful, abundant men on the planet to be dealing with a negative Nancy. Okay? That's what we're going to call him, negative Nancy. So, Claudia, you need to leave that man tonight. Send him a text. Tell him Wesley Virgin said, I'm done with you. He said, I need to leave you. You're too negative. And he may curse me out. Whatever. Who cares? Block him immediately. Because why would you intentionally put more stress in your life? Why would you do that? And it's not your responsibility and it's not your job to make him positive. That's insane. That's not your baby boy. That's not your baby girl. It's not your child. That's a man. A man that augments to a woman's life, he should teach her something. The woman should admire the man. And you shouldn't feel that you have to change how this man views the world. As a matter of fact, a, a man should change how you view the world because he's supposed to be the leader in my book, okay? So you let him go immediately. Let him go tonight. You're welcome. What's next? What's next? I want everybody to come with the words, run, girl. Run! Claudia, run! Let's get her out of there. She don't deserve that. I learned that you can absorb information faster and more intensely, but that way, just like you said, how about we invent personal growth audios with that flow of sound? Yeah, you can, and I think they already do that, honestly. They have many... <laughs> affirmation CDs and audios where they have music behind it, but it's no words in the music, right? It's just frequencies. They already do this to some extent. Like Les Brown has an audio online right now that you can get on um, iTunes where they put like hip hop music. So for all my hip hoppers, right? I know we got a lot of hip hoppers out there. You like hip hop music? Well, they have a, uh, a audio out there with Les Brown and this guy, he put hip-hop music as the background music to him speaking. I listen to it every day. It's amazing. It's awesome, actually. It's, it's really good. <laughs> What's next? 
Do it tonight, Claudia. Let her go. Let him go. What's next here? Question for me. Hey, Ms. Severs, how are you? <clears throat> What's next here? <clears throat> and another thing, folks, if you listen to, like, what I, I think what I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start creating all my audios and putting music behind it, free royalty music behind it. Because it allows the music and the words that I'm saying, it allows you to absorb it faster and easier. Okay? So we'll be working on that in 2023 for you. Okay? What's next here? Hey, Kelly, how are you? Why do why do wealthy men commit suicide? Who said that wealthy men commit suicide? Poor men commit suicide. Average men commit suicide. I have no clue to tell you that. I mean, I think any, I don't think it's a, 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 a specific uh, type of man that's committing suicide as far as how much money they have. People just realize and learn after you make some money. Because sometimes people believe that money is the all, the end all be all, which is not. And you won't know that until you make money, right? Uh, so the reason why I was so fortunate because I had a higher purpose and a higher calling above money before I made money. So, yeah. That's why I'm not over here just committing suicide and doing all this crazy debauchery. You know, doing what the average person does, just, you know, you know, man, they just want to sleep with everything, just have this, this life that they think they should have after they make some money. Tell us more about how you meditate. Yeah, I mean, it's very, quite simple, honestly. Like, I meditate from my bed. I don't suggest you do it. You don't, I've been doing it for a long time, so don't do it from your bed, find your chair. And sit down and close your eyes. And if you're a beginner, just focus on the breathing. That means breathe in with your nose, inhale, and exhale through your mouth. I do that five to ten times. And then for the next five, 20 minutes, just focus on the breathing. That's it. You know, in the beginning, you don't need to have an intention. You don't need to think about and visualize. Just focus on the breathing. Okay. And I talk about this in my Genie Script course. It's called the Genie Script. You can search it online. <clears throat> Let me see here. When people say money can't buy you happiness, I say they never has. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Listen, money can't buy you happiness. Don't 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 get it twisted. It won't sustain happiness, but it will buy you happiness. Absolutely. I mean, come on now. She. When I bought that McLaren, I was very happy. I was excited. I mean, <clears throat> money, money, money does buy happiness, folks. It, it does. Okay, but it won't sustain it not forever, because eventually, whatever you buy, it becomes normalized. And you be like, you don't, want, you won't care too much about it. You won't care for it that much, because it becomes your normal. Like my Lamborghinis, it's kind of boring now. You know, honestly, it's just like, eh, I don't know. That's why I need the private jet now. I need to level up. 
Wes, my car window, my car window in two last night. Once I found out this morning, my first thought to get it fixed. I could have yelled and screamed. I learned it from you. Much love, brother. I love that. Oh, he, oh your car got broken into. It's mighty dark in the room tonight. Yes, it is. How happy is Wesley Virgin on a scale of 1 to 10? 10. What's next? What is your weekend routine as an 8 figure, as an 8 plus figure? Uh, let's say you didn't do internet marketing and was a currency trader now. What would you be doing on the weekend? Um, If I was a currency trader. So if I'm already making great money as a as a trader online, what I'll be doing, honestly, Aaron, I'll be creating a course, man. I'll be selling my intellectual property. Because I'm always, like, I want to create more money, and I want to create money that's easier for me, that I don't have to do work. I don't want to do anything, right? And I think that's how everybody should think if you want to create a business. Eventually, you want the business to work while you don't. That's the goal, right? So I'll be thinking, okay, well, how can I make as much money that I'm making now Without doing anything. And what I would do, Aaron, I would create a digital course. Okay? I would teach people how to do Forex online. Do a webinar and sell it. Um, yeah, you need to get some more streams of income. Like, if you got, if you guys have streams of income. Oh, okay. Alexa. Play Beethoven. <coughs> the playlist best of Beethoven on Amazon Music. Oh, here my guy. Alexa, turn it up to six. All right, some Beethoven here tonight. What are kings and queens? Don't put yourself down oh we are kings absolutely traffic sources ideas what niches traffic sources facebook tiktok right now we're killing it on tiktok right now we're doing like three grand a day right now on tiktok killing it and we're going to be spending in about 10 days 10 grand a day tiktok doing very well with genius group um niches weight loss self-development spiritual niche it's always great When looking for a girlfriend, why couldn't you just spell out girlfriend? Why, why, why do we put GF to be your wife? And I'm 37 years old. 37. What age female should I be looking for? Oh, I'm in their 20s. Honestly, I, now I'm just gonna date women in my 20s. Honestly, it's just better for me, and that's just me personally, you know. And and I'll tell you why. Now, listen, if you're not successful. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't be dating at all. But listen, listen, I'm not, you know, I know some women like, oh, I'm in my 30s. Listen, I'm not saying I would never date a woman in her 30s or 40s, but women in their 20s, they just have that young energy that men like myself like. And younger women are more appreciative, they're more grateful, they're more agreeable, and they're brand new to the world, so they don't have much baggage. And, and listen, women, I'm not trying to, I'm not berating you, women, so I love you. Understand that. 
But when women, you know, 30 and 40 and 50 plus, they tend, it's hard to tame them. Um, and tame is not control, but, you know, you just can't, they won't bend. They're not so flexible. And then they have thoughts about a man already because obviously they have been dating for a while. They've had their heart broken for a while, and then they're guarded. But young women are not like this. They're very open. They're very free. And they kind of see the world like it is, you know, and they're just kind of happy to be around, honestly. And those type of women you can mold if you choose to do that. But I just love young energy. I love happy energy. And usually that type of energy are in younger women, like 25, 25 and below. And that's usually what I do, honestly. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It just works out very well for me. It's just that young energy is just oh, it's so good. And men, you should read the book, The Way of a Superior Man. Read that book. Let me see here. Uh, Wes, can Genie Script be promoted on YouTube Shorts? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been building myself and I would love to have children. Thank you for your advice. Okay. What's next here? Any more questions for me before I let you go? Did you get value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Is it easy to mold a woman? Yeah, absolutely. A younger one. One thing about younger women, folks, uh, men, I'm talking to men now. Uh, younger women, if they meet a man that's successful, I'm not talking like a broken man or... But even though, you know, if a man is typically younger women like older men because older men know what they want. They're usually financially successful, even if they're not a millionaire, but they kind of know what they want to do in life and they're more established than younger men. So younger women usually just gravitate to them because, like, they want to learn something. They want a man to teach them something. It's almost like their daddy-daughter role, right? It's just what it is, right? They want to learn because... Obviously, when a woman is in her 20s, she don't know what she want to do. She's confused. She's just doing regular average jobs and just don't know what she's supposed to do in life. So she need a man to help her, to advise her, right? And typically, that's an older man, All right? I forgot the question, actually. Uh, let me see here. Do you see yourself having more children? Absolutely. I want to, I want to have at least four more children, honestly. I have an older friend who have three children and a grandchild who interested in me, but I'm not interested in her. Yeah, well, don't lead her wrong. Let her know that you're not interested. No, I'm not saying that women should be molded by men, folks. Come on now. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying you, you, you can, right? You can. And she's moldable because a woman in her 20s just don't know really what she wants to do. She's very confused about a lot of things, about a lot, how to act, how to behave with a man. She just don't know, right? Unless she just came from a good, a great uh, childhood, right? She don't really know, right? So, but more importantly, older men like younger women because they just have younger, happier energy. The key is happier you know, and they're not so guarded. Older women are so guarded. They want you to work for everything. Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to give them everything in the beginning. I'm not going to, he got to work for it. He got to work. I mean, I, I ain't got to work for anything. I'm not working for nothing. I'm going to give me a nice, beautiful little 23 year old. 
gorgeous. That's going to love me to life. Our 20-year-old, does it make sense? I mean, they will love me to life. Be happy every day. I can tell you plenty of examples, but I'm not. But there's some older women are like this as well. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying all older women are, <laughs> you have all this baggage. Some older women are happier and more positive people as well. Just not that many. How did you stay focused when working and no sleep? How did I stay focused? Um, I mean, I just, I was working. I mean, when I'm working on something, folks, I don't think about anything else, honestly. Nothing else is more important than the work, in my opinion. Is it draining when people are yes men around you? Uh, I wouldn't say I have yes men around me because I don't have men around me at all. I only have one best friend, and that's one man, and that's Herman Cheplex. You guys should know him. And um, that's it. He's not a yes man. Like, so no, I don't have yes men around. I don't have men around me at all. During my perfect day, I describe the type of woman I have as a part of my purpose in life. How would you describe yours if you decide to stick stick to one person and allow them to be a part of your vision? Yeah, so listen, if I wanted to, like, a lot of you already know how I am and how I rock right now, right? I'm not really looking for monogamy. I'm not even looking for a woman at all, period, you know? As women flow through my life, they all have their periods, they have their ex- expiration dates, whatever. Right, but that's just not my focus. Women are not my focus. They're secondary. You know, it's an opportunity. It's there. Blah blah blah. We do our thing. You know, have that last, and then boom, you go. But if I wanted to, Alexa, turn it down to four. Say, if I was looking for a woman to be with for the rest of my life, well, I would create her in my mind. Honestly, I would create her. I would, Alexa, turn it down to six. I would think about how I how she wants how I want her to treat me. I would think about how she looks. I would think about what she does, her activity. Like if she go to the gym, she eat healthy. She needs to be very, you know, positive. Understand, kind of believe this metaphysical law of attraction BS that I believe, right? Um, I would just create her in my mind. That's very easy to do if you want to do that. So, Aaron, you just create her exactly how you want her to be. Alexa, turn it down to three. Okay. And to be honest, I can mold any woman that wants to be molded. But some women, older women, <laughs> they be like, I don't need to be molded. I don't need no man to mold me. And see, women like that, they, they are single. They don't have anybody. It's just the truth. The women that just immediately become very reactive and say, I don't need a man. I don't need, I don't need. Like whenever you hear, listen, when, let me teach you something about women. These are women that you should avoid. Whenever you hear a woman that says, I don't need a man. Like when they say, I don't need a man, stay away from this woman. Okay, I'm telling you, I'm giving you some great advice here. Whenever you meet a woman that say, I don't need a man. I don't need a man to do this. I don't need a man to do this. I don't just stay away from her. Stay far away from her. Do not date her. Do not waste your time. Okay, because honestly, I would like to have a woman that needs me because I like to be needed. And every man wants to feel needed by his woman. Right. So women that don't want to feel needed or they feel that I don't need a man. I can I can do everything myself. I can do. Okay, great. Right, do it yourself. Then do it all yourself. Make it happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miss Independent. You know, it's a lot of my. I'm Miss Independent. I'm, the, but you lonely. You lonely. You, you know, you lonely. You don't have nobody. You might have a man, but he's not making you like 
the real, you're not making you like priority, right? So it's like, uh, women, just give you some advice for women that are like that. Um, you should want your, your man wants to feel needed by you. Okay. You hear me? He wants to feel needed. Just just letting you know, you know, if you decide to change the way that you're thinking, like, you know, because we get it. We, 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 we understand that you're independent. You can do everything yourself, but you don't need to voice it. You don't need to tell nobody. We don't really care about that. Right. And for you to voice that, it's a turnoff. Like we don't need a woman telling, like, why would I need a woman telling me what she can do for herself? Okay, great. First of all, I know you can do it for yourself. You're an adult. But why do you need to tell me that? You think that's going to turn me on? Oh, yeah, that turns me on. A woman just told me that she could do everything herself. I can do it. I can do this myself. I can do it. Oh, that just turns me on. I'm so attracted to you now. Absolutely not. I'm like, this woman, I, I'm not going to be with her. You know, I may play around with her, but I'm not going to be with her seriously. <laughs> I'm just telling you how men think, okay? What's next? <clears throat> Wes, what if the girl of your of my dreams have a boyfriend? She was my girl. Girlfriend, she was my girl, but the only way I'm going to get her back is to get rich. Your girl, she has a boyfriend? The girl of your dreams have a boyfriend? So what, you want to take somebody's girl or something? And she was my girl. I don't understand the sentence, man. You need to rewrite the sentence, the quavis. It doesn't make sense. If you read it, it doesn't make any sense. So write it again. What's next here? <clears throat> Questions here. Steph, you late. What's next? Questions for me. A lot of you are late. Listen, you should turn your notifications. Your notifications should be on at all times. Okay? So when I go live, you're attentive and ready to rock and roll, okay? You don't have to get ready if you're always ready. <clears throat> Are you still looking into the Florida market? Uh, not right now. I'm just, I'm too busy with work. I struggle with mental clarity. What do you suggest? I suggest, Vanna, you take a sheet of paper, you take a pen, and on the top you write, Vanna, what do you want? What do you want, Vanna? And I want you to begin to write. That's how you get clarity. Okay? And it might take some time. It may take you a month. It may take you two months. But every day, you write down, Vanna, what do you want? And then you write down, Vanna, what do you really want? And you begin to write. Writing is very important, folks. You know? <clears throat> I, don't know what, I don't know who trained us or who conditioned us that we shouldn't write things down. Sometimes I try to get my daughter to write things down. She finally does now, but before, she would never write it down. Ariella was like this as well. It was never write things down. I said, write it down, write it down, because they would forget so much stuff. You can't trust your brain like that. You have to write it down, honestly. Okay. What's next here? Recently got my degree in visual arts, and I want to, want to dump and do my own business full-time and stop working for government what who have me on month-to-month -month contract all right but do it take a leap of faith go go do it now make it happen 
What are you waiting for? Okay? What's next here? <laughs> Good job, stuff. Got the vacation, huh? Doing your thing. Um, what's next here? Vanessa. And folks, you know, listen, you know, I know I tend to correct you guys when you write your grammar and your spelling. And don't take offense to that. You know, just really don't just um, use it as an opportunity to improve. Right. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm really not. I, I just want you. To, listen, communication is very important with uh, success because, you know, rich and wealthy people, they won't even talk to you if you can't communicate or write effectively. Okay. So, you know, I learned this from Jordan Peterson, even though I already knew this, but he said, if you can write, communicate and read, you're dangerous. I mean, if you can do that in a mastery form, you're like, you're dangerous to the world. You can do anything. You can just I mean, you can you you have total control over people, total. If you can write, read, and speak, total control. <clears throat> What's next? Sometimes we wanted to turn men off and focus. Yeah, turn them off. And, you know, women, you don't have to always feel like you need a man. And women, don't feel like because you're getting older that, oh, my God, I'm getting older. No man's going to want me. Don't think that way. That's just a mentality, right? It's a mindset, right? Just take sometimes I believe even women and men, take a period in your life and learn how to consciously love yourself. Because many of you don't know how to do that. You do not. You may think you love yourself, but you do not. Know how to love yourself. You know, take a year, six months, just love yourself. You know, stop seeking him. Stop being so desperate and thirsty for men. Like, take some time to love you. Fill yourself up with the love that you desire from a man. Because once you do that, you'll automatically be more attractive to men. Okay? Because <clears throat> men like happy energy. What's next? Uh, let me see here. Question, questions for me. Did it hurt when you, f when you fell from heaven? Ah, Candy, you trying to, look at Candy, trying to, she trying to, uh, what's the word? She trying to seduce me. <laughs> she said, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? That's a good one. I like that one. That's a good one, Candy. And no, it didn't hurt. I had a mattress, had a trampoline that I fell on. So I'm good. <laughs> Wes, as men, because as men... See, this is what I'm talking about. On a mission, man. I I'm going to read exactly what you wrote on a mission. Watch this. Wes, as men, because as men, we all have one. Period. How to turn off sex drive for a period of time to focus on yourself and not to worry about sex in general terms. 
<clears throat> Let me show you how I would have wrote that. I just want to correct you, my guy. You know, I got love for you, but I want to help you. <clears throat> so I guess you're trying to say, because uh, we all have, we all have one. West as a man, because as a man, I don't know what you're trying to say there, honestly. I think you should have just started with how to turn off or turn down the sex drive for a period of time to focus on yourself and not worry about sex in general or not worry about sex at all or not not worry about sex. I was not worried about sex. You just, you compelled, you have a desire for it because, you know, when your penis get hard, you want it. It's just a desire. It's just like any drug. It's not going to, like sex is an addiction too. It's a real life an addiction, right? It's just like weed. When people smoke weed or do drugs or vapes or drink too much, right? <clears throat> but the sex is just very powerful. It's the most powerful emotion on the planet. That's why people want it so bad, right? Especially men. Because instantly when you have sex with a woman, it's almost like making a million dollars, right? It just feels so good. It feels insanely amazing, right? Um, well, remember something. Even sex itself, it's nothing but images and thoughts that are taking place in one's mind. So you have to ask yourself. And this is what I do. This is, this is the reason why I don't sleep with anybody. And this is why I can tell people no. I can tell a woman no, even though I want to sleep with her. But I tell no, because what I do is I, re I do what is called mental rehearsal with the girl. I rehearse. I say, what if I have sex with her? You know, what's going to happen? Like, what if this happened? What if this happened? So I think about the advantages and disadvantages. I think about well, if I do this, what if you're pregnant? I, I think about all this stuff, right? <clears throat> then I want to make sure if I have sex with a girl, if I do have sex with a woman, and if she does get pregnant, I'm okay with it. Makes sense? Because that's a possibility that can happen as well. So I just run scenarios in my brain. And then I think about the time factor. I say, well, how much time do I have to put in just to have sex with this person? Like, I got to go out on a date. I got to take it out. I got to get dressed up. I got to buy new clothes. I got to go to a restaurant. I got to buy some, uh, you know, got to drink some wine, eat some food, eat some steak, talk for about 30 minutes to an hour. Then, you know, if she want to come back to my house or maybe she go home, maybe it's a second. I know it's a lot of work, right? <laughs> honestly. So to, for me, honestly, um... I don't know, man, you know, you know, trying to just have sex with a girl is just a lot of work sometimes because you got to do something, right? I mean, you got to make yourself available. You got to go out there and I get it. You guys got Tinder and stuff, but I don't do dating apps because I, I don't know. That's just silly to me. I'm not going to do any dating apps. I'm not going to find anybody on a, on a Tinder or something, right? Cause I think all those people know dating apps. They just, I know some people are actually looking for, you know, real love, but I don't know. I prefer to meet people out in public, but I don't know, man. It's like, I, listen, I do have a desire for sex, but it's just not priority for me, honestly. Like, you can just masturbate, honestly. If you have such a desire to uh, to come, because that's what you really want to do is just come and um, you just want to. Uh, and I get it. You probably want to feel the body of a woman. You want to kiss a little bit. You want her to rub on you because all that is just the sensual experience here. But listen, when you're working on something, man, just masturbate real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Get it out the way. Then get back to work. Honestly. You know, I know that sounds funny or comical, but it's the truth because it doesn't take much time to do that. You know, with a woman, it's a lot of time that's going to be sucked out of your day if you're trying to have sex with her. And I'm talking about for all the men that want to be wealthy and successful. You need to focus. You got to focus. You can't have any distractions. Women are a huge distraction for a man that wants to make millions and millions of dollars. Okay. All right, what's next? Right by a toy. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think they don't make toys for men, do they? I don't think so. 
if if it's like that, why is it so Afri- so many African American men gay today? Well, I don't know that they're gay, honestly. I can't talk about that because I'm not gay. So, I mean, I wouldn't say, I don't think you should generalize and say that um, so many are gay. Because what does so many even mean? That's a general statement. So you shouldn't say that. Um, <clears throat> just maybe the ones you met were homosexuals. But to say that many African men, many African American men are, are, are homosexual, that's false. Because you don't know many African American men. Hey, baby Erica, how are you? Baby Erica. Jessica, how are you? What's next here? Um, Wes, do you believe if we 20 year olds just take five, 10 years and focus only on manifesting our dreams, what will we have? What? Manifest our dreams that we would have what we want. I mean, listen, there's no guarantee, but you'll definitely be less miserable if you are miserable now. And you'll definitely be a much different person if you did that. I would say that. Right? Cause I, and then, I don't know what you want, right? It depends on what you want, which I don't know. <sighs> Why you say her name like that? <laughs> Folks, stop it. I, I'm just looking at people's Instagram names here, and I'm just repeating what I see. Relax. They do have toys for men. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know that. Uh, okay. Like honestly, I don't even have time to be thinking like that. I I don't have time to be thinking about toys. I mean, I'm I'm working. I'm busy. I I don't know. You know, sometimes I just truly believe I live in a different universe. You know, and I'm just too busy doing. I got to do. Like I didn't even know that the the Astros are in the playoffs right now. Like I, that's just so trivial to me. I mean, congrats to them, but I don't care about that stuff. Who cares that these guys are in the, in the, in the uh, playoffs? So what? Like, if they win, what is that going to do for me? Am I going to make any money with this? Absolutely not. So, I don't know. That's a waste of my time. Uh, then how can you become wealthy and successful with trading energies with all type of people anyway? Well, that's a whole nother. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. You know, all this trading energies and stuff. I don't believe in all that stuff, you know. Because you got to really, listen, you know, a lot of you make all these blanket statements, but you don't, you know, like when you say you're trading energies, what does that even mean? How do you trade someone's energy? What, I mean, because you're having sex with them. Explain that to me. You know what I mean? What's the difference of being mad at a person and just screaming at each other? I and mean, you're not transferring energies as well. But, you know, I don't know. But, you know, when I look at these comments, many of you need to meditate. Many of you need to isolate yourself. And many of you need to separate yourself from the people that you're currently with because I can look at your questions. I look how you word your words. I look at the word usage, the way that you use grammar, and I can just tell that you're not separating yourself from um, Pookie and Ray Ray. How you make your first dollar? Jimmy, I made my first dollar on the internet, man. On the internet. Uh, Wes, last one. Are the rich self-centered or is that just or they just don't engage in the bullshit. Yeah, we just don't engage in the bullshit. And self-centered, you got to define what you mean self-centered. Uh, I, do, I do believe that successful people, they're very confident. They can be very cocky. Um, they care a lot about themselves. They understand that they are number one in their lives as it relates to other people.
But they do care about other people, right? Don't get it twisted. We do care about other people. But yeah, we're not going to be around. We're not going to. Like, we'll care about you, but it doesn't mean I need to be your friend. Like, I can care about you and love you. It doesn't mean I'm going to hang out with you. Make sense? But I love you. But I'm not going to hang out with you. Because we're different. Okay? How can one reprogram my mind to focus on one goal? I want to focus on getting a real estate deal. But my mind doesn't allow me to focus on just that because I want... See, first up is, my guy, stop using BC for because. I want you folks to notice something. I'm going to let you go here. You notice when I do these rants, when people write to me, almost all of you, 90% of you, when you write the word because, you always use BC. You notice that? You know how poor and average people, I'm not saying you guys are poor and average, but maybe you are. But you see how you do that, BC? See how everybody does that? All of you. You use BC for because. You use the letter U for you, which is wow you, right? You notice that? Like all of you do the same thing. You see how poor and average people do the same thing? They talk the same way. They write the same way. You understand? So when I get on your ass about that, I'm being serious. Like, can you see that you're emulating the behavior of the masses? Okay. All right, what's next? Let me see. What would be the be- perfect approach if a fan saw you in public? Hey, just come up. Just say, Wes. What, Wesley. I'm like, what? Wesley billion dollars. I mean, just Wesley. What do you mean? People approach me all the time. They say, they be like, Wesley Virgin. Or they may say, Wesley billion dollar virgin. Is that you? Wesley billion. It happened to me when I left Paris. No, not Paris. Yeah, Paris. I was in the line getting ready to go through um, immigration and this. Black guy from Mississippi. He's like, Wesley, billion dollar version. I say, what's up, man? How you doing? That's it. Just speak. Say hello. Hey, Wes, how are you? Man, man, I watch your content. I'm going to engage, obviously, right? Come on. Uh. What do you think this is? You think I'm not going to engage? Of course I am. <clears throat> uh. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go here. Hey, thank you so much. Did you get any um, value here tonight? Comment the word value if you got any value here. Okay. Comment the word value if you got any value here tonight. And listen. <clears throat> hey, listen, listen, listen up, listen up. Hey, you got this, okay? I want you to know you got this. You got this. I know you have a lot of questions here. But remember, you have to apply what I'm sharing with you, I would like you to apply, apply it. Like you're not getting any younger. It's almost 2023 as I'm recording this, this audio here, right? The time is moving and you're not applying consistently, right? Stop worrying so much. A lot of you, you worry too much about what's not progressing or what's not happening. Just focus on what you're doing, like the activity. You know, and I get it. You want a guarantee. You know, almost all of you want a guarantee that if you do this and this and this, you're going to get this. Well, unfortunately, success is not black and white. It's some gray in there. And you have some people that can do everything right and they don't get what they want. Obviously, they didn't do everything right, right? 
And you have some people that you feel is doing everything wrong and they get what they want, right? But regardless of uh, the outcome, me personally, I will still strive for something. Does that make sense? Like, what's the purpose of striving for nothing? Like, I know you want the outcome so badly here, but I would rather to strive for something and, and get and hit no goals instead of striving for nothing. Like, why would I get up in the morning for what? Just to go to work? That's boring, right? That's just mundane, right? So I would rather strive for something and not reach my outcome instead of striving for nothing, right? Come on, man. This is just how life is. Got to think about something to get you going, okay? So much love. I love you guys so much. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Version. Much love. Remember, the podcast is um, Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Go to Google.com. Type in Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. And I'm there. You can always follow me at Wesley, Million Dollar Virgin on Instagram. I have one account, only one. Don't let those scammers play you. I have one account, one account only. And I usually typically go live almost every day on a platform where I give all of you the opportunity to ask me questions for free to help you throughout your journey to getting what you want. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love. And let's...